the church said, Amen and Amen. This morning, we looked at the pint-sized army. Not, not only was there a pint-sized army, I want us to look at tonight and finish this up. Uh, but there is a demonstration, a demonstration of the Almighty when you look in the text here. God has something, church, uh, that he's about to demonstrate before all of this land. He's about to prove something here. And you say, well, well Brother Ray, God doesn't really have to uh, demonstrate or he doesn't have to prove anything to anyone. And you know what I would say to that tonight? I'd say you are 100% correct. That's right. God doesn't have to prove anything to anybody. But you know what? He likes to. Amen. He likes to, but he's going to. And I want you to, to, to watch the demonstration here of the Almighty in verse number 28. And the Bible says, And there came a man of God and spake unto the king of Israel and said, Thus saith the Lord. Now, now watch right here what God said. He said, Because the Syrians have said, God heard, listen church, God heard the, the Syrians say something. And, and when he heard this, I want to tell you it angered him. Amen. You know that, that God uh, is angry according to scripture with the wicked every day. That's what the psalmist said. He's angry. He judges the righteous, but he's angry with the wicked every day. So, so he heard them say something and it angered him. And I want you to understand tonight, you do know that, that God doesn't just hear us when we pray. He doesn't just hear uh, the righteous and what we say, right? You, you understand that. He also hears what the enemy has to say about him when they say it. And let's go on. He, he says, because the Syrians have said, the Lord is the God of the hills, but he is not, Brother Douglas, God of the valleys. Therefore, in other words, right here, church, because of what they had said over there, he said, will I deliver all of this great multitude into thine hand, and you shall know, he says, that I am the Lord. Hallelujah. There's going to be, church, a demonstration here of the Almighty. In this very text, what we read from tonight, my brother and sister, well, what is it, Brother Ray, that God is going uh, to demonstrate? He's going to demonstrate something here that's wrong, and he's going to demonstrate something here that is absolutely right. The first thing that he's going to demonstrate, church, is he's going to demonstrate how wrong this falsehood is. He's going to demonstrate before them, church, their discourteous, amen, insults that they have slung at the Lord. This people has insulted, think about it, the very good name of our God, church, by saying he isn't God down there in the low places. He isn't God on the plains. He isn't God down in the valley. He's only God when he's up in the hills. And so there's about to be, I'm telling you, a demonstration of the Almighty. Amen. How is God 
going to demonstrate that their insult is wrong, Brother Ray. Well, I'll tell you, the very same way that he does in the day and hour that we live in today, he's going to show church that their insults and their falsehoods, those things that people say about him, are wrong. He's going to prove a wrong church. He's, uh, amen, he is not good today. He said in the text, I'm going to use you, he says, to do that. I'm going to use you to demonstrate my power. You know who God uses when he demonstrates these falsehoods and these insults about him, about those that say he's wrong, church. He uses the very pint-sized army, those two little flocks of kids that he describes in the scripture to prove them wrong. God's about to take this pint-sized army, Brother Douglas, amen, that doesn't have a whole lot of power, amen, that doesn't have a whole lot of strength and ability, that doesn't have a whole lot of, amen, of anything as far as their own self goes in, them, in their own power, church. He uses our feebleness, don't you know, to highlight his power and his glory, amen, in a lost and a dark world. Oh, I want to get this right here tonight, church. Don't show the enemy, amen, to be right every time you get in a valley. What do you mean, Brother Ray? Oh, help me tonight, Lord. Because when you get in a valley, a lot of times you're ready to lay down and quit. I said, don't allow the enemy to get a hand up in this thing. Some folks allow the devil to insult the very God of heaven. Amen. To insult our Savior church. Well, why is that? Because when the valley comes along, they throw their hands up and they're ready to throw in the towel, so to speak. They're ready to quit church. And they're ready to quit going to church because of it. And every time it gets tough and things get hard, what do they do? They lay down beside of it. You know what you're telling the world when you do that? You're telling the world, church, that it wasn't real all along. You're telling the world that it was fake to begin with. Amen. You're telling them the only reason why you've ever served God is because you like the things that God blesses you with. You like what God can do for you, but as soon as trouble comes your way, you're ready to lay down and quit. Oh, but I, can I tell us uh, tonight, church, the best way to demonstrate these falsehoods, the best way to demonstrate these insults to be wrong is every time, come on now, help me for a few minutes, every time things hit rock bottom in your life, everything has gone to hell in a, a handbasket would say you still get up church you still get up when it's time to go to church you still put your clothes on 
Amen. You still hold your head up and you march yourself right on into the house of God and you raise your hands to the heavens and you glorify our maker. Amen. You give God the glory. That's right, church. It's no time to quit just because the waters have been troubled. And can I tell you tonight that when things like that happen, I believe that old Slewfoot, the enemy, the devil of our soul church, is standing right over there on the side somewhere, and he's saying, look, I took the victory away from them. Amen. They're going to lay down now. Yeah. They're going to quit. I took the worship away from them, Brother Buck. Amen. And they're not going to do anything now. But just about that time, the choir begins to sing, church. Amen. And he knows what he's put you through all during the week. Come on now, help me. The valley that you're walking through at that moment in time. And about that time, he's looking at you. He's watching, church. You raise your hands up in the air and toward the heaven and you start giving God the glory. Amen. He watches you walk over to the door and get back in your prayer closet and get back in your Bible and watch as you continue to live for God and to keep serving the Lord and in front of your wife and in front of your children. He's watching you. He looks and he says, I don't understand this. Why are they still worshiping him? I took everything away from them. I tried to mess them up. I tried to get them to quit. I tried to take all the stuff away from them that I can. And yet they're still worshiping him. Amen. They're still serving God. Do you know what you're demonstrating then? You're demonstrating that God, church, is worth serving. Amen. You're letting the world know that he is God, even when you're down in the valleys, not just when the sun is out shining. You're demonstrating that God is worth serving, even when you're down in the valley in a low place. He's still good. Can I tell you tonight, church, he's still God, even when the dark clouds roll in. Hallelujah. And when the thunder rolls and the lightning flashes, the valley's low, he's still God, church. He's still God. And he's still worth serving tonight. That's what Job, when you look to the book of Job, that's what Job is all about as you turn through the pages. It's a contest, if you will, between God and the devil. The devil says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make that old guy right there curse God and die. <laughs> but you know what God said? No, you're not going to do that because I know what that guy's made out of. Hallelujah. And for 40 chapters, you can turn through the pages and the devil has his way in his life, in his family's life. The devil waylays him. He annihilates everything that's precious to him. Everything that he can take care of in his family, he waylays in church. And he 
gives it to him just as hard as he can. He takes his finances away. He takes his family away, church. He takes his flesh and his friends away from him. He beats up one side and all down the other. Glory to God. And Job, in all of this, he says things just like in the song she sung tonight. Even when those things have been stripped away from him, he says, I know that my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. He knows the way. Oh, thank God that I take tonight. Amen. And when he has tried me, I will come forth as gold. Hallelujah. That's what Job had to say in the midst of all of these things that happened to him. You say, what was that, Brother Ray? I'll tell you what that was. That was somebody right there all up in Job demonstrating the Almighty. Hallelujah. He's everything that he said that he was, Brother Pee Wee. There's been people, I'm telling you, and you know people like this. They've gone through some horrific things in life. They face some horrible trials in this life. I'm talking about things that no one should have to face. Things that nobody, not a soul, should have to go through in this life. And you know what? They're still raising their hands. They're still waving them to the glory of God. They're still going to the house of the Lord. They're still opening the word of God. They're still praying and seeking the face of God and glorifying God. Church, amen. They're demonstrating the almighty God, amen, and his power. They're demonstrating the almighty God that he is God even down in the valley's low. Hallelujah tonight. Aren't you glad we're serving a God that's still God no matter where we are in this life. Hallelujah. I want to tell you tonight, God's going to demonstrate. I'm telling you, he's going to show them he's going to show them those insults are wrong. He's going to show them, he's going to prove to them that what they said is wrong. They're about to come up out of this valley, church. I told you this morning we're going to get them out of there. Glory to God. They're about to come up out of there. They're about to have more power, Brother Franklin, amen, than they had when they went down into that valley. Listen, listen. The gold church of the valley is not so you come out on the other side worse than what you went into that valley. No. It's so that you come out and come out better. Hallelujah. That's the way God wants it. It's so you come out with a closer walk with God. It's so that you come out with more power with God than what you had when you went down into that valley, church. Oh, but there's some people, listen to me tonight, there's some people that are doomed, I'm telling you, to repeat this very same valley 
that they are in over and over and over again. You've heard me say it before. It's not the first time. You've heard me say it before. You know why? Because they do not learn the lessons that God was trying to teach them the first time that they walked into that valley. They didn't learn it the first time. Look at verse number 29 with me. And the Bible says that they pitched one over against the other. Now, I want you to pay close attention right here and notice the amount of time. Notice right here in verse 29, the season. He says, they pitched one over against the other. How long? Seven days. And so it was that in the seventh day, the battle was joined and the children of Israel slew the Syrians and hundred thousand footmen. Whoa! <laughs> you read that? Slew a hundred thousand footmen. In uh, this little, this little two flocks of kids slew a hundred thousand footmen in one day. Hallelujah. Did you notice right here that God didn't give them the victory, Brother Pee Wee, on day one? He didn't let them be victorious on that first day. Why did God wait a whole seven days? Well, truthfully, I really, really don't know. But you do know that seven is God's number of completion in the Bible. You understand that, right? It, it's a number of perfection. Amen. God is, is completing something right here. He's, he's perfecting something while they're down in this low place, while they're down in this valley. Listen, church, God takes and he perfects his people while they're in the middle of life's valley experience. Experiences, church. Hallelujah. Amen. Like he, he cannot do that on the mountaintop. There are completions and there are perfections in our lives, church, that cannot be done any place else and any other way. But in the valley, experiences of life. Say amen right there. Woo! I'm telling you, I'm sure. I'm sure that Israel thought, Lord, here we are. Remember us? Here we are, way down here in this valley low. Come on and help us. Amen. Down there, probably wringing their hands on that very first day, Brother Frank. And scared to death. And by the time that day number two rolls around, and there they are, still worried by day three. God, why haven't you gone ahead and sent victory our way? Why haven't you done come by here on day four and day five? Can I say that that's the very same thing that we all do, church? Lord, why don't you get me out of this valley right now? I don't like this place where I'm at. I don't want to be right here right now because I'm telling you, church, he isn't done doing what he wants to do in perfecting 
our lives yet. He's not done completing what he's trying to complete in our lives yet, church. Oh, but you write this down tonight. Get you a little place and a pen in your Bible and write this down. I said when God gets ready, church, when the season that you're in, it gets over with. When God sends that lesson he wants to send, there's going to be a coming out, church. There's going to be a coming up out of that place. Hallelujah. Amen. That the world and the devil cannot keep in. They will not be able to contain you when the Lord gets ready to bring you out of that place. It doesn't make any difference how hard that they try. Glory to his name. When they come out, church, on the other side, there was a hundred thousand of them. The Bible says they got destroyed. They got annihilated. They were wiped out. And if you read on down, we didn't read it, but if you read on down, 27,000 more got knocked down when a wall fell over on the top of them. Whoo! 27 more thousand. We're not talking about a handful. We're talking about a bunch of folks. You're talking about the size of the enemy. No comparison for the hand of God. Hallelujah. Church, I say to us tonight, I say don't give up. I say don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Come on now. Hold your head up in the midst of the valley. Keep on trusting God. Walk through the valley, church. There's going to be a coming out party somewhere on the other side. And I want to tell you tonight, it comes, I said it comes when God knows that you are ready for it. And not a moment before. It won't come a 